This is Emerging Daily with Charlton Scott Fisher. Scott is the founder and leader of Emerge Nashville, a spiritual refuge that's an evolving ministry expressing radical grace every day. Emerge is supported 100% by listeners like you. To make your tax-deductible gift and to learn more about Emerge, visit EmergeNashville.org or email EmergeNashville at gmail.com. We hope this program will help you to emerge as pure gold and to steer you to put love into action. I want to welcome you to this edition of Emerging Daily. I am Scott Fisher. Uh, This edition is not going to be very long. We just wanted to uh, basically touch on some of the headlines that came out today. Um, I don't know if you've heard, but due to um, the government shutdown, due to um, the trade war that has really made it hard upon the farmers and, and some of Trump's base due to the fact that Still, some of the coal mines have remained closed and some other things regarding the economy. The Supreme Court today has reinstated slavery. They have decided that it's okay as long as Trump says it's okay, and so slavery has been reinstated. They looked at the uh, the case a few months ago of the, uh, the bakers who refused to serve a uh, gay couple their wedding cake. They looked at that and saw how that they won that case using the fact that they were saying this was against their religion. Now, if your religion says it's okay for you to have a slave, then the Supreme Court has said, well, by all means, please do. And so discrimination, there is no such thing anymore as long as you claim that your religion says it's okay to discriminate. Now that sounds a little far-fetched, right? I don't know if it does or not, because this is where we're heading. This is where this nation is heading. Because if you say, well, you know, my religion says I shouldn't have to serve uh, someone, I shouldn't have to wait on you because it's against my religion to wait on you, then what stops it from saying, well, I'm not going to wait on you because my religion says I'm not supposed to wait on someone who is a Latino or someone who is black or someone who is Asian. And then with today's ruling that, well, it's okay to ban somebody from military service who volunteers, it's a volunteer armed forces, and yet we say, well, you can't do it because of your transgender status. Where are we heading? You know, I could say, well, my religion says I I should uh, not have to help you if you come in my restaurant because my religion doesn't uh, look at you as being equal to me because you have red hair or because you're left-handed. And frankly, that was really a big thing for many, many centuries, being left-handed. Even not that long ago. You were almost barred in school from from using your left hand. They would tie your left hand to your body or to a chair or something to keep you from using it because it was not proper. Even it was looked at as being those who were left-handed and gave in to that gave in to that nature of being left-handed. It was looked at as being linked to being perverse and and uh, involved in witchcraft and things like that. So where are we headed? How can we allow discrimination in the land that claims to be free? How can we do this? 
And see, I'll just tell you, Trump could care less. He could care less who is in the military. He does not care. Anybody that thinks he does is blinded by their own ignorance. Trump does not care who is in the military. The only reason he even issued this thing was to help appease Christian evangelicals who helped put him in office. That's the only reason he did it. He could care less who's in there. And yes, they have an agenda. They want everything according to their rules, to their way of believing and thinking. And that's an agenda. They claim that there's a homosexual agenda. Really? When they're trying to do the very, they're trying to, basically, if you are, if you are in good standing, and I've been in it, so I can say this. If you're in good standing with an evangelical church, that means that you are going out and trying to recruit people. But yet they claim that the, that the homosexual agenda is trying to recruit people to being gay. Now, you can't recruit somebody into being gay. But they're trying to recruit, yes, they are trying to recruit your children. They're trying to recruit everybody they can into their way of thinking because, according to them, that's the only way that's right. So where are we heading? What kind of discrimination will we wake up to tomorrow? Will slavery be reenacted? It wouldn't surprise me at this point. What would surprise me is if the people do not finally wake up and realize what's going on and take to the streets and make their voice known. Because that's eventually, it may take that. As I said, this is not a long episode today because, quite frankly, a lot that could be said has already been said. We have to make our voice heard and say that just because one group of, quote, Christians claim a certain view of things does not mean that that's the only view and that that's God's view. You know, as I said in a previous edition of the podcast, when did God change his mind on slavery? When did God change his mind on slavery? But the Bible speaks of it and even condones it. Paul even advocates uh, returning a slave to his owner. So it's not just an Old Testament thing. When did God change his mind on it? Well, just because the Bible doesn't say it's wrong, does that mean it's not wrong? Anybody in their right mind today understands that it's wrong. There's nothing that they can justify, no way to justify it. There's no way to condone it in this day and age with our understanding of people, with our understanding of love. We have come a long way, baby. You know, that was a thing about the women's rights movement. We have come a long way. But we've got a long way to go, and it's pitiful. It's plum pitiful that basically this president has tried to do everything he can to, to eradicate everything that the previous administration did. It's almost as though Trump has tried to basically negate everything that was done in, under the Obama administration. And basically one of the largest reasons for it is to appease the Christian evangelical movement. And it's wrong. It's just flat wrong. I mean, it's just like when God told them in the Bible to go and just flat out kill a group of people, even the women and the children. And people want to take that literally and say, oh, yes, God really did tell them to do that. No. First of all, that part is not even supposed to be taken literally. It's not supposed to be taken as historical. It was, taken, it was supposed to be taken as allegorical to understand spiritual things, not as historical record of God actually speaking to somebody saying go and kill all these women and children no because if we tried to do that today we know better than that 
And God hasn't changed. Those that quote the Bible understand, should understand, he hasn't changed. It's we that have changed. But now it seems as we're changing back. We're going backwards, almost. I don't think we really are. As I said before, when the light is beginning to shine, the shadows grow darker. And that's what is happening in this day. Shadows are growing darker. And those who are resisting the light are doing so more blatantly than they have in the past because it's being exposed. Hate is being exposed. It's being brought to light. Why? So that it can be dealt with. And it needs to be dealt with. And it is going to be dealt with. We might not like how it's being dealt with, but it is going to be dealt with. And those that claim to love need to get their head out of the sand and stand up for love, stand up for truth, and say, no, this is not right. Love does not discriminate. Jesus did not discriminate. And those that say Jesus never broke the law, yes, he did. He laid hands on lepers and healed them. That was breaking the law. Oh, but he didn't break the spirit of law. Well, he broke the letter of the law, and that's what we're dealing with, is the letter of the law. And yes, sir, he broke it. Even when the woman with the issue of blood touched him, he was unclean. He should have separated himself from the people. He shouldn't have touched the leper. He was unclean. He broke the law. Now, he might not could have stopped the woman with the issue of blood from touching him, but he had every way of stopping himself from touching the leper. What am I saying in that? I'm saying that Jesus didn't discriminate, not even against those that he had every right to discriminate against, according to a literal interpretation of the Levitical law, of the Jewish law at the time. He had every right to discriminate, but he didn't. Don't tell me that you're standing up for love when you're advocating any kind of discrimination against somebody. You're not. You're deceived, and you're a liar. There was a group of pastors that went to Uganda a few years ago, and it wasn't just a one-time thing. They were having meetings and things with not only religious leaders, but political leaders of the country speaking against the freedoms of the LGBT people. And then Uganda authorities passed legislation or at least attempted to, that would ultimately even kill people who were caught doing any kind of homosexual act. And then when people found out that some of these evangelical leaders had been over, oh, no, we didn't advocate that at all. No, no, they misunderstood. No, no, no. You were advocating hate is basically what had happened, and it came to a head. And then you didn't want to own up to what you had caused. That's what happened. You are not... You are not standing up for God when you're standing up for hate or discrimination. And it's time those of us who know begin to say so. Say, no, look, you're wrong. You are wrong. You are wrong. Now, do we hate those? No, we love them. But we say, look, you're wrong. And we're going to do everything we can to stop that kind of discrimination. We're going to stop that kind of hate. As I said before, the church welcomed Hitler with open arms because Hitler was going to make Germany great again. They welcomed him with open arms. And that same spirit is trying to come into here, into this nation, to bring discrimination, to bring hate. It's time those who advocate love, who really believe in love, who really believe in God, who really believe in spirit, whether you claim to believe in God or not, if you believe in love, you automatically believe in God. I don't care if you, what you want to call God. If you believe in love, if you follow after love, it's time to stand up 
and make a stand. Make your voice heard and say, look, no more. This is not right, and this is not how it's supposed to be, and we are not going to allow this to continue. Stand up. Make your voice heard, whether it's whether it's uh, retweeting and, and liking and, and uh, sharing this podcast episode, whether it's uh, talking to people you know and saying, hey, how do you feel about these issues? And if, if they advocate or, or speak of any kind of discrimination or hate, saying, well, you know, you're a friend of mine or you're my relative or whatever, and I love you, but you're wrong and you need to wake up somehow. If you're listening to this right now, you need to do something. I mean, I don't care what it is. It might be something small. Putting a little bumper sticker on your car saying, love. Whatever it is, do it today. Because it's time that love makes a stand. Thanks for listening today, and we hope you were stirred to put love into action. Feel free to send your questions or comments to EmergeNashville at gmail.com, and please consider donating on our website, EmergeNashville.org, or write to Emerge P.O. Box 3242, Lebanon, Tennessee, 37088.